0: a show dedicated to athletic development. We believe that we are one team with one fight. True Grind's mission is to empower athletes by using the weight room to teach the mindset and mental fortitude to succeed on and off the field, where we focus on developing powerful quality movements, understanding intent over intensity, and mastering the concept of lead small, where we share the unvarnished truth, even if common sense tells us otherwise. Your host is Brandon Jeneca owner of True Grind Systems, a sports performance gym in Austin, Texas.
1: Welcome back. Uh, this is Grind Time, True Grind Systems podcast. I am Brandon Geneca, and I have here with me our uh, speed specialist, Travis Goyanechi. Um, Travis trains youth all the way to the Olympic level athletes. Good to
0: be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, today I wanted to talk about a a question that I've seen all over social media, and it just came up the other day again, and that's when do we start training youth athletes? When should athletes begin
0: strength training? Well, I think that we first need to find what strength training is because I feel like as soon as you are born, you start developing muscles which sounds a lot like strength training to me, uh, so it sounds like we begin strength training from day one. We are constantly uh, moving our bodies uh, and developing this nervous system, controlling our joints, moving those muscles, and as they get bigger, we get stronger, we become more capable and can do more fun things. Um, as an infant from you know four to six months we Learn how to sit upright. Um, that's you know four months of training just to get your your head on top of your hips. Uh, quite the accomplishment for a, a human being. Uh, then you start. Then they start reaching and grasping for things. Then you start seeing babies holding keys or grapes or whatever. And those are just like baby dumbbells, right? It looks a lot like strength training to me. Uh, so it sounds. It seems like you know we we. It's not the question of, like, when do we start? It's like, when do you stop it? Uh, Because that's when you kind of run into issues. That's when you're going to start seeing postures go to hell. Uh, You're going to start seeing joint problems and this and that. Um, So the roundabout answer to that um, is we shouldn't ever stop it. Um, But I know that there's a lot of parents out there, uh, kids out there like, oh, well, seven years old, when do I start lifting dumbbells when do I start doing the barbell stuff oh my seventh grader is doing back squats at their middle school is is that too young Um, the answer is well I don't know um, because it's a matter of how well are they prepared for that task Mm -hmm. if they grew up on a farm and they've been pushing lawnmowers since the age of five and they're in seventh grade now, so they're maybe like 12. They have like six years of hard labor. Yeah. Chances are he's going to be okay. Um, chances are he'll be just fine. He might even uh, you know, end up being uh, uh, a record holder at the school. At the, yeah, exactly. You know, I went to Pflugerville High School, and uh, Dylan Gandy, he ended up playing for the Colts. I think he had like a, a 405 power clean or something like that. <laughs> You know, no one was touching that my senior year. We had maybe 225, a 265. Like, this dude was just a beast. Um, I, I don't know much about his background, but I'm pretty sure he grew up kind of with that, like, uh, country strong. Yeah. You know, just doing chores. Tossing hay into the back of a, yeah, AKA, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <hang> clean.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Oh, using his hips, triple extension. Yeah. Uh, that's all just basic movement patterns for, uh, basic tasks and they, they transfer. Really well into sport, the dude made to the NFL. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, I, I
1: think you're right. It comes down to defining strength training, and I define it as just moving with the intent of being stronger. And, and you're right. The answer is not when do we start. We 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 start right right out of the gates. You know, we're we're rolling around, working the core uh balancing trying to stand up trying to stack our spine playing with our feet yeah. on our backs yep um all of that is 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 the intent is to get stronger and 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 to continue developing uh strength and range of motion is is key and it should never never stop
0: yeah absolutely um, that's um that's when we start to see the breakdown when you and you you know the Cliche term of "if you don't use it, you lose it." Yeah, um, and that's true. That's the
1: the human body. Um, well, I, uh, that's true with, with with how it operates. If if you don't train that movement, if you don't work at that um, perfecting that movement, um, you're going to create compensation patterns. Muscles are going to turn off. When they turn off, they get weak. Uh, wow. When they get weak, other muscles got to pick up the slack, and and <laughs> you have an overuse injury. Um, Absolutely, um, it happens. It happens really, really quickly. Um, let's talk about the thing we were talking about uh, right before we, uh, we pressed record on the, on the video. We were talking about the three...
0: Um, phases of play. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's... Oh, man. I need to fact check this. Uh, g- Greek philosophy of three phases of play. Um, you have frolic, competition, and war. Um, frolic, kind of just playing just to play. There's no real end goal of like oh i'm playing with the tennis ball because i'm going to be a tennis ball catcher world champion like it's just this is fun um i enjoy it i can do it with my friends i can do it with my parents brothers whatever it may be it's a, a way of you know you can play you know with the pin just right
1: yeah. tap, tapping right. it on the on the table that's mm-hmm. just
0: there's no point to it it's just something our body craves and um the the the, the the less and less we play, uh, Chip Conrad has a term, he calls it adulticide. Um, as people get older and older, they they frolic less and less, and they lose the ability um, to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, just, I feel like, lose a little bit of uh, their uh, essence of uh, that, that person. Um, then you have competition, obviously a little bit more uh, organized, a little more structured. You may have... a you know, like, uh, you know, pick up basketball game, you know, three on three. There's a goal. You gotta, you know, play to 11, first to 11 wins. Sorry, there's a loser. Uh, there's a great opportunity in losing. Right. Um, you can re strategize, you know, look at what went right, look at what went wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But there's no real severe consequence. Right. Um, war, on the other hand, uh, much more severe consequences. Um, You know, we, you know, I'm sure most people, first thing they think of when it comes to war is, you know, guns and bombs and planes Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, But I think, um, as you know, being a power lifter, you have to put your mind at a whole nother level. You have to have this zero in focus where nothing else matters except you and that barbell are going to go to war. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do everything. You know, you put in all this work, all this effort, all these sacrifices to get better at picking up that bar. Or let's say you're a sprinter, you put all that effort, energy, sacrifice into running hundred meters. Kind of sounds silly, but it's it is a sport, you know. Just the ways, you know, swimming or basketball or baseball. Oh, you're hitting a ball with a stick. Sports are kind of silly when you kind of just look at the the uh, the foundation of it. You no, know, they're they're meant to be fun. It's right. not. Uh, but then you get we're going kind of off on a little tangent with corporations and big <laughs> business and money and all this stuff. Um, it gets a little more serious. You're willing to sacrifice more and uh, your, your focus really dials in. And, you know, for someone, um, you know, let's say, um, you know, their career is basically on the line in some circumstances. Let's say it's a race. You know, if you're not running a certain time, you don't, you're, you're going to lose your sponsor. You don't get the, that paycheck. You can't support your family. You can't, you know, have your human basic needs met. So your you your career dies. You know, you're not gonna die, but your career dies. Mm-hmm. And you gotta go find something else to do. Um so that's you know the war level of sports, right, of play. Um that's how I see it. And I, I think you know, Chip Conrad does a really good job of explaining it and uh going into how we need all three phases. Um, <laughs> and and with that being said, uh I think some people have a certain training modality where they go to war all the time in right. the gym. That's where you'll get, um, what's the word, um, these crazy high-end work capacities, mm-hmm. but they're under-trained in their movement capacities. They can't do an overhead squat. Right. They, they can't squat to depth. They can't Maybe they can't reach overhead because of the damage and the sacrifice they've done to just go, a little bit further in, like, getting more push-ups or getting five more pounds on their squat right. or, you know, whatever it may be. There's going to be sacrifices, but, um no, it comes down to end goals, you know. Ronnie Coleman was willing to sacrifice everything to be the best bodybuilder in the world. And he did it. Yep. Um, looking at him now, he's, he's uh, maybe, we'd call it a, you know, he's using, um, what's the word? Uh, not crutches, but like uh you know, he needs assistance yeah, walking assistance yep. um, and in his interview on Netflix, he says he wouldn 't change a thing, and that's that 's how you want to live your life, go for it, yeah, he was um, in war yeah, he was he, constantly he at was war, war with the weights no that's uh
1: that, that, that's that 's awesome, so what you 're saying is there 's got to be a balance there 's got to be a balance between the three stages we need all three and and everybody has to find their balance on on when they initiate the war phase. When are they competing, and when are they just frolicking, fun. just yeah. playing, just having fun? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I look at, at baseball, and a lot of good has come from that frolic phase. I mean, a lot of pitches have been developed by guys just out there playing catch, messing around. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe Mariano Rivera's cutter was just him messing around on the uh, just throwing with the buddy. No way, really. Yeah, and he made uh, he became the best closer in the history of the sport um, because of it um and, and then the competition you know competing with others competing with your teammates competing with with yourself competing with who you were yesterday on a day-to-day basis um and, and then the war the, absolutely like it's it's go time like yeah. Bo- you, bottom you, of the you, you just yeah you just spent however many months training working up to this moment in the moments here what are you gonna do yeah so uh yeah I love that that's a great analogy that's a I've never I never thought about it in those three phases um do you see a difference between younger as far as their their balance of those three phases do you see a difference with younger athletes versus your olympic level athletes
0: oh yeah totally um you know if if you're in all the way up to high school it's really not all that serious right you should be playing a lot um I say that, and then I think back to playing high school football and thinking about all the kids that played too much. Um, <laughs> so um, there should be a, a good amount of play. You know, I remember just you know being in my living room with some of my friends. And we just you know somebody throws a football at someone, this and that, and turns into a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You know, just like all right, let's just yeah. I'm gonna put you on your back. All right, let's see let's let's see what happens. Yeah, no, and you And then don't. that turns into you know, and that's. <laughs> You know, that could be strength training. You know, Absolutely. You, you're exerting force. You know, either mm-hmm. you're playing, you know, are um, just playing catch. You ever play, you know, jackpot, you mm-hmm. know, 46 or yep. 200, oh, you yeah. just, all right, jump ball, go get it. Um, I think kids should, you know, have a, a ton of that. You know, if the sun is out, you should be outside playing. Yep. Whether you're riding, a, I remember playing, we had a, the Mighty Ducks was a big thing growing up. Yep. So rollerblades, street hockey, yep. that was it. And we didn't, it wasn't very. There's like, you know, maybe ten of us in the neighborhood that we get together with it and just playing new sports, practicing practicing skills, working with each other. Um, sometimes fighting, you know, just being boys, right? Right. Um, so there's, you know, and then you see Javon, who is you know a silver medalist. He'll come in and uh, kick a soccer ball around. Now, he grew up playing soccer. Mm-hmm. I'll kick a, a ball around, and we just try. All right, you know, juggling. You know, just keep the ball mm-hmm. off the ground. Uh, It can be simple as that. There's no oh, the ball hit the ground. You got to do 100 push-ups. Like there's no like competition there. It's just it's fun. We like to do it, so we do it. That's that's our play. Um, You know, Mike moving, throw the football around a little bit, or you know, just you know. So there should still be some play. You should enjoy your sport, even at an at the elite level where it is your career. You're supporting your family. You're supporting yourself. You're trying to make a legacy for yourself you still need some level of play but you need to you know realize you know there's gonna be plenty of time for competition there's gonna be plenty of time for war right um so you definitely need to be prepared for those things um and i think it just kind of differs for everybody in, like how much they need because there's some stone cold killers out there like on the track that just are constantly in co- competition right. mode and if it works for them great you just have to find your own balance right. there's not going to be like a perfect formula it's like oh well you need 20 percent play uh 60 competition right. and so um i think you know just being self-aware and realizing like oh man i've been really competitive it's affecting me like i'm not sleeping i'm not eating because i'm like always in this competition mode and i'm not like recovering you should probably add some more play into it right and then if you're like oh man i'm, I'm I'm doing everything right. I'm just not performing well like when it comes to game time or like on the track, you know, my war is I'm not winning races. Maybe I need to play less. You know, maybe I need to look at look back and see like, okay, I skipped training twice this month. I went, you know, to the club three times this month. I need to play less because if I want to create this legacy, if I want to perform at a high level, if I want to be the best that I can be, I need to play less. I need to compete more. I need to take my my war a little more serious. Um and with that being said, you know, kids, you know, I think majority of their time should be play. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of dwindle that down a little bit as you get older and as the stakes get higher, but I still think if it's if it's completely absent, um I think you're going to be in some dangerous territory yeah. of uh whether it's injury or just not performing well. Yeah, 100% I agree. Um
1: that war, that war is valuable, um, oh, totally. but it can be just like anything in life. Too much of a good thing is 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 a bad thing. I saw it with um, with one of our athletes, um, and we gave him such a hard time about it. It was two summers ago, uh, I'm sorry, uh, two off seasons ago, and um, Dustin Geiger, uh, Geiger, brand new baby, and so um, he, we saw it. It, it was a new war for him. He was He's performing at for another his level. And it was it was awesome to see. And by doing that, he affected everybody in the gym and everybody just got after it. And uh and yeah, um it's all about finding that balance. Um and 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 I agree with you the youth should be more on the play side. And and the uh the more professional athletes are, are gonna be a little bit more I guess more seasoned, more mature to be able to handle that wartime because that wartime is is, is tough on the mind and the body. Um, but they have to they have to maintain that discipline to be able to get out of it yeah. um, and, and go back <clears throat> to that primitive play that that we grew up doing. Um, and then same thing, uh, you know, the the kids, you know, they need to, they need to get into. Started getting into the competition, started getting into a more dialed in mentality that when they're in the gym, you know, 45, 50 minutes, um, it's focus time. Yeah, take it serious.
0: Because with lifting weights, there's inherent risk, totally. You know, if you're doing lifting up something that weighs as much as you or twice as much as you in some cases, um, you have to take it serious. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's very easy to get hurt or get others around you can get hurt as well. If you're just playing around with a kettlebell and you let it go, uh uh-oh, 40 pounds laying on someone's foot. Yeah, that's not (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, Yeah, that's a trip to the doctor for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I don't think I touched on this yet, but some people in the professional level, um, we see that, they don't spend enough time in war. Um, they don't really develop that killer instinct, right. and they kind of, you know, we might say they're too nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't. No one in track and fields win a medal for being the nicest person out there. And they're winning medals because of the fastest. They're winning. They're beating, you know, everyone else on the track. Yeah, they have a mentality to do that. Totally. Yeah. So you want to sprinkle that in um, throughout your career so that you can be prepared. To flip that switch, Mm -hmm. Um, which you know, there's probably a million books on mindset and you know having that killer instinct and whatnot. But um, you have to put yourself in that environment. All all the information's out there. You can have all the information in the world, but if you're not practicing, if you're not being a practitioner at you know having that killer instinct, um, putting all your focus into this one thing, making sure that it's you know the best that you can be at it. Chances are you're not going to, you know, push through that next level.
1: Yep, 100 percent. have that breakthrough?
0: 100 percent. I always
1: believe uh, expert is 50 percent knowledge, 50 percent experience, and you got to you got to have that experience. You got to put your your knowledge into practice, put it into reality, and 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 yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, um, that wraps us up for today. Thank you for being on, and I'm sure we'll see you uh, a lot more on the podcast. Excellent. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn more about True Systems, go to truegrindsystems.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share us with your friends.